Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. Welcome, dear viewer. Hi. Dear viewer, dear listener. Dear listening viewer. Oh, my God. I think we have two now. We have a listener and a viewer. Oh, my God. Two. Two dears. You may be asking yourself, why I see you, bitch? Um, <laughs> I ask myself that in the morning every time I look in the mirror. Why I see you, bitch? Not even the morning, just anytime. <laughs> Roughly the day. Um, and the answer <laughs> is, you love it. And so do we, ourselves. So we decided to dip, dip the toesies into a little more, a little more video. Uh, I think right now the plan is the fir- the beginning and end of a family. Yes, so it'll be like, bit. we'll have like premiere, finale, premiere, Ooh. finale, premiere, finale. I like finale. the way you phrase that. Phrasing. That is the plan. Because um, shout out at the beginning, my friend Coburn is awesome and he's going to edit these because try as I might. And I know that the last one is like super tech savvy. <laughs> I just couldn't get it to render. We just don't tech. We don't tech. No. We tried. We tried. So um, we tried I, a soup song. So I'm uh, paying him in whiskey flights from my work, which I think is a great deal. Yes, and here we do be. I would like it noted in the record of time that it's twenty-ish degrees out, and I'm very angry about being in the attic. But I'm not, we're not not going to be, we're not not going to be here. <laughs> do you want to do a breath? I try to breathe all the time. <sighs> <laughs> we just had brunch. <laughs> you corn beefed in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I play on that terribly. Yeah. It's it. not like it's I like, fault. I don't keep a toothbrush here. Should I? Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Next time we mouth at each other. <laughs> so it's time. Yep. For Rubalicious. My body's so Rubalicious for you, babe. I just want you to know that my first note before we step back. Hi, I'm Katie. This is Tia. Welcome. Oh, I'm Tia. This is Katie. This is Pieces. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Thanks for thing. My, my first note is A number one on the cover and step back. So first of all, I don't know if you can see the glory of this cover. It's like, it's gold. Yeah, it's like, nice. It's got like a shimmer. So A number one, if it's like a gold glitter, yes. Second of all, through the windy. What the f- Look at, look at Grand Bear. Grand oh. Bear is a monster. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was killing me. I just kept looking at he's it. He's so much larger. I, maybe he's like on, nine feet tall. He's on a step stool. He could be on a step stool. Mm. So he's on the stilts they build the houses on. Oh yes, mm. we'll get there. Um, so this was this was very fun for me. <laughs> I was trying to help you. No, I was doing a thing. I was peeking through the window. Oh, you wrecked it. Anyway, I did flood it back. Mm. Okay, so yes, we've moved on to the laundry family. Um, to our dear listener and our dear viewer, our is to. <laughs> okay. Um, Go through it pretty chronologically, just so you know. I know some of you have asked about what our plans are. Um, some Rough. of you want to lead, read along, which is 
so exciting for us to see. Like, it's <laughs> really nice. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. Like every time we get a comment we're or, like, yeah, we're just like, oh my god, people are actually watching and they like it and they listen and they're like it. Roughly chronological is, yep, that's good. Why do you touch that? Okay, I was fixing the things. Just trying to make sure. Um, roughly, <laughs> we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen. Um, Roughly chronologically, after after the Landrys is the Logans. Logans. Yep. Yes. There you go. So, so yeah, that's also up. the easiest way to say so we just like got on VC Wikipedia and mm-hmm. we're just going on thrift yep. books, yep. buying the chunk, chunks at a time. Chunk. So, we're chunking good. So now you know. Now you know. So tell us about what are we in store in store for? Well, we're in store for going down to Bayou. The Bayou. Oh, to Bayou. Ruby was. Born on a bayou. Ruby, Ruby, Roo. Okay. Uh, this is the debut of a brilliant new series. And uh, here I go with back flapping it one more time. In the heart of the bayou, Ruby Landry lives a simple, happy life. But innocence can't last forever. Ellipses. The only family Ruby Landry has ever known are her loving guardian, Grandmère Catherine. A Cajun spiritual healer and her drunken outcast, Grandpère Jacques. Although thinking about her dead mother and mysterious father sometimes makes her feel as mournful as the wind sighing through the Spanish moss. <laughs> Ruby is grateful wow. for all she has. Her life is filled with hope and promise, especially when her attraction for handsome Paul Tate blossoms into a mysterious, wonderful love. But Paul's wealthy parents forbid him to associate with poor, with a poor Landry. Hmm. And Grammaire urges her to follow her dream of becoming a great painter. A painter? Pantre. Foreseeing a time when Ruby will be surrounded with riches in the dazzling city of New Orleans. New Orleans. Yet, she cannot know how close that uncertain future looms. In a faded photo, we're still going. In a faded photograph, Ruby glimpses for the first time the image of her father, and learns of a shameful deception and a shocking scheme of blackmail that now must come to light. Stunned by these revelations, she is devastated when Grandmère dies, leaving her okay. to seek out her father in his vast New Orleans mansion. Spoiler alert! Okay, there. In a house of lies, madness, and cruel torment, (laughs) Ruby clings to her memories of Paul. Clings to her memories of Paul to keep her heart alive. Mm -mm. For only their love can save her now? Nope. Ellipses. Nope. Again. I do like how you say the ellipses. Yeah. It really seems to bother you the way they just just trails off. Just trails off. Plus, it's a four-period ellipses, and they're supposed to be three. Um, yeah, so that is the debut of a brilliant new series. Um, yeah, we open with another dead mama. I know, I know. Immediate dead mom, but, 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 what? We have actual dates. They say it right there. They say it. May 1st, 1927 to October 27th, 1947. Gabrielle Landry. So it's 52. 1952. She's 15. So 62. 62. I typed the wrong thing. 
But we know here it is, and it's so exciting. I'm going to edit that right now. I'm just going to Why? Because I'm going to get confused later. I definitely referenced it when reading the next one. Oh, Because I was like, oh, what year is it? Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. We got Ruby. Ruby, with... who lives with Grandmère Catherine. Grandmère? Grandmère Catherine. Uh, grand Grandpa Jack is a swamp shacking man. Yeah, he moved out to a shack when mom died. I immediately wondered, is he the dad? That was my first wow. wonder. Yeah, beca- because incest. Because why wouldn't you? Because incest. Because why we're reading you? a V.C. Andrews book. Um, I noticed straight out the gate. Uh, so, so we open in the swamp shack, and it's swamp shack time. Ooh. And uh, Teresa, a stout girl with a heavy bosom, comes in. Why note a bosom if it's not heavy or... Oh, heavy. If it's just heavy. They... Why, why not note a bosom? Period. You're in a V.C. Andrews novel. Everyone's going to know about your I've, bosom. I've never seen a different bosom. Have we noted... We, no, they've been small bosoms. They've been budding breasts. Okay. Yeah. Budding or large? Large. Uh, yeah, no, I think they've been like... Is there a mid-range bosom? I don't think so. No. I think it's either small or large. Yeah. Sorry, average breast size in America, whatever that is. Uh, so I, I felt the need to notate that because anytime like a bosom is noted, <laughs> that's funny. Um, we in, are introduced to the idea that Grammaire is a traiteur. Uh, she does a healings. She's like a swamp shaman. She, <laughs> a swamp shaman. Yeah, yes. right. Basically. Yeah. No disrespect. Uh. I don't. I, I, what do you? What do you got here, friend? I. Oh, I just kind of have this random like Grandpa Jack is covered in sha- uh, shark teeth. <laughs> I don't think that's his vibe. He's covered in shark teeth. Not. Not like as like a. He's not like an X Man. Like covered in shark teeth. He wears an X Man is covered in shark teeth. He's not. You the, don't know comic books. Don't even try. <laughs> he's not a mutant. He hasn't mutated into like a skin of shark teeth. <laughs> this is why it's great that we come to you live when we discuss these books because this is where we are necklaces <laughs> and i also wrote daddy passed through town and did a wild carefree fuckings on ruby's mom yep okay great we're they're like they went to a dance and just horned out all over <laughs> each other and made you just flying um just um, so for money, Ruby and her grandmother weave blankets. Ruby paints. They sell them on the side of the road. Handicrafts. A shack of handicrafts. And um, Ruby paints her mystery dad a lot. Yeah. She likes to paint him, like, mysteriously. <laughs> I'm going to French accent this Sorry. so hard. I've been learning French for a couple of years now on Duolingo, and uh, this is really hard I for me not to do an accent. I notated mm. that they're the Swamp Castiles, essentially. Because of the yes. signs that say, no Landry. Yes. No Landry. Swamp Castiles. Girl, they are. Swamp Castiles. No Landry. There's like, there, there were signs back in the day that say like, help wanted, no Landry's, which I find hard to believe. Um, really? In this fictional shocking. book? <laughs> we're introduced to Paul Tate, who's got big Logan Stonewall energy. Yeah, but you forgot about Teresa's knocking on the door. I notated the bosom and was done with her. Well, the reason she was knocking on the door, that's how we get introduced to, like, mis- how mystical Swamp Shaman Grandmère is. She's a Swamp Shaman. <laughs> She's like, ah, help, there's a dead baby, we gotta go. And so they... Chase the baby spirit. Yeah, yeah, so they have to, like, hustle with a lantern through the swamps, and they get to this house, and they're like, oh, no, this baby died. And Ruby's like, why would a baby haunt anyone? <laughs> <laughs> and... 
her grandmother's like, no, it's like if a baby dies, there's like a devil. We got to like fucking get the devil. So they got to pour holy water in every piece of like actual any water, water, any standing water. Bloop, bloop. And apparently the last one, which was like out in the yard, some mysterious place. The, the she, yard. Like, she like saw it's like a cistern. A, yeah, in a, in a cistern. She saw like a she saw like a, a, a shadow go and whew, it touched her face. And she was like, oh, I believe. And then she went home and Paul was there. Paul Tate running up on his scooter. Uh, wow. That was an excellent summary um, that I gave zero farts about. Um, but anyway, Paul's got big Logan Stonewall energy. He's wealthy, wealthy mm-hmm. family, wealthy to do. Um, he is handsome, and they throb for each other. FYI. Uh, <laughs> like three Bs, throb. Uh, triple That's more than three. Yep. I also wrote Ruby Paint, so freaking good, y'all. So freaking good. So freaking good. good. And a limo man. With a woman's name, buys the painting. Dominique. Dominique. That's a woman's name. All right, fine. Uh, so he rolls up in a limo and is like, let me buy you paintings. Uh, so am I skipping a lot of your notes? Yeah. So, okay, go. Talk. Uh, I don't know. I'm just talking about Grandpa Jack. He traps muskrats oh, yeah, and sells trapper. them. And... Um, Grandma won't tell Ruby what Grandpa did. Yes, it is very secretive. They're married, but they live apart. They live apart, and Ruby's like, I don't have, like, biological parents. This is such a bummer that, like, I wish Grandma and Grandpa could, like, repair the... Repair. <laughs> they could repair. <laughs> repair. Um, their relationship, so they had something, some semblance of, like, a normal family situation. And, um, yeah, guess what color eyes Paul has? Cerulean blue. Cerulean blue. Sorry. Which, Sorry again, that happened to you. Is not a color of anyone's eyes. Send us a picture. If you Email have cerulean it. blue eyes, send us I will a send you a dollar. I will send you a dollar as well. You'll get two dollars, one for each eye. <laughs> if you have cerulean blue eyes. If you have one No cerulean. filter. Yeah. We can tell. Hashtag no filter. Um, so like Ruby and Paul did a little smooch after. She's like, oh, the baby's spirit touched me in the face when it went away. <laughs> And then, um, they, yes, Grandma was like, "Careful, girl!" Like she didn't see it, but she was like, "Careful, don't smooch that boy." And I'm just like, mm, mm. "Clearly, something other than like wealth is going on." And then I'm, I noticed a mistake. Oh, what? Oh she, no! Grandma was like, "You noticed that? You know the tourists don't come riding by for a good while yet." And then two pages later, Grandma was right. We began to get customers much earlier than we usually did. That's not what she so fucking said. So is it one or the other? Not what she fucking said. The shit drives me crazy. Uh, we all know at this point. So there's a limo man. There's a rando limo. Um, and Grandma is very like, it's going to go to Nolans, right? Nolans? Is it going to go to Nolans? And is very fucking weird about it. Buys all the paintings. Yes. And then Grandma looks at him weird, and I was like, is this the mystery? Dad? Like, yeah, it's very, yes. Also, that's what I was like. Are you the mystery? She was very weird about it. Um, ice cream sodas get yeah. spoiled by a drunken grandpa. Yeah. Paul's like, because Paul said, like, we're going to get some shaved ice tomorrow. I'm going to take you on a date. And then he was like, oh, my God, you've sold some, all your paintings? We'll What's get so- ice cream sodas. Damn. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to eat them. Is that how that works? Do you eat, do you eat it down your gullet? <laughs> I do. I would love an ice cream soda, actually. I mean, not right now. But they'd stay nice and chilly up here. Can you imagine? Refresh. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, Grandpa Jack gets kicked out of the cage, the Cajun Queen, which is a pub bar situation for being belligerent. He's a fucking he sucks. Fucking drug. Yeah, he's so and drunk. they have to like ding he ding him back to a disgusting <laughs> it check. Is so gross. It's fucking filthy. Yeah, they have to like sail him home like with poles the, through the say, swamp. Do they say a pirouge? Is that the pirogue? Pierog? They, they ride in a pierogi and um. They uh, dingy him back. Thank you. It's like a little, bit. Little nibbles, little, little nibbles with little mashed potato. Uh, mm. Mashed potato dumpling. Uh, they dingy him back to his like disgusting shack, and he has like sleepy, drunken, mystery mumblings that I don't think we fully get back to. And we do not get okay. back. They don't make sense. He's like, whatever. They were in love. Oh, I know what that means. I don't. Well, like as far as no. Mm-hmm. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so not yet. Then they do some. Get spoiled when it's time. There's like kissing and titty grazing, which gives Ruby the tingles. She got the jingles. tingles. Titty titty tingles. Smooch around a little boob cup. Uh, there's also church gossip, which gives it a Castile vibe. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. Yeah. Did I like blow your mind? With you kind of did. Yeah, because I was just so excited to like have a different um, after the setting sh- after the shit bag that was White Fern. No. <laughs> yes, but also like we've pretty much been in like Virginia. Yeah. Now we pretty much a hundred percent Virginia, Boston, but like mostly that zone. in Virginia. Yeah. So like to go like whatever Ooh. zone that is when you plant things. What? When you plant things, things are divided into zones. Are they? Yeah. Huh. Look it up. Um, anyway. Trenches? So there's church gossip. Oh. And uh, did you get to Paul's invited to Sunday supper? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh, I really like to quote that, Ru- like a, a thought Ruby had about like her, her grandparents. How could you, how could love or what you thought was love make you so blind to each other's weaknesses? I know. You hate that. Um, that Anyways. Grand Mare is very respected in the church, by the way. Um, Everyone loves her because of her swamp healings, Mm -hmm. her swamp fingers. Um, And even the church man. Paul's trying to get swamp fingers on Ruby. (laughs) He is. So... Murky. Um... There's a moss down <laughs> dampy moss. A dampy moss. These are teenagers, Kathleen. <laughs> um, so Ruby dresses herself for the Sunday supper, and here's what she her dress is a it is it was white with a deep lace hem and a lace panel down the front. The sleeves were soft bells of lace that came to my elbows. I wore a blue sash around my waist, quoth Grandmare. I'm glad I let out that bodice some. <laughs> The way your bosom's blossoming. Yeah, page 50, blossoming bosom. I got that. So they're budding and they're blossoming. They're in various state of flowerishness. Um, Grammar also like made a comment like, <laughs> quote, when your grandpa Jack was still something of a human being, Oof. which I thought was fucking Oof. shady and hilarious. <laughs> so good. But yeah, because uh, Paul invites Ruby to a fey dodo, which is a dance. Yes. And she's like, can I go? And Grammar's like, I don't know. And she's like, well, can he come to dinner so you can, like, Suss like, out. you have these, like, feelings about him. We haven't really spent time. And, like, I know you judge his family. Fair. They're rich. Like Ruby's, like, he's cool. Ruby's a little more even keeled or even tempered. Like, she's not like a hysterical Kathy. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I don't think we've had anyone as hysterical as Kathy, have we? Like, as a main character since? I feel like maybe Heaven had a little, she would, like, kind of, like. 
Oh, yeah. No, heaven would be just be like, oh! I hate you that you're nice to me. Uh, Dawn. Flip a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> All these Lincoln logs is cute. Um, I can picture that sound. <laughs> Ruby wonders if the Tates fear her corrupt Landry blood, which I noted because it goes to this nature nurture discussion mm. that is a thread running through it. Um, so she, Ruby's upset about the Faye Dodo, and she says, girls are far less pretty than me are going out. Well, ma'am. <laughs> She's like, I'm too pretty to be home. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty um, much. Paul doesn't show for dinner, though. That's right. You are going way ahead in my notes this oh, great. time. Great, go. So Ruby's waiting forever because Paul's like, I'll fucking be there. I don't care what my parents say. Turns out his parents are like, you're not going. And he's like, I am going. And they're like, no, you're not. So he had to like sneak out and he gets there later. And then like to say sorry. And he's like, mm. and then, um, then Grandma's like, you can't go with him. Like, I feel like this is a bad thing. And then she like yells at her grandmother because she's like, you're treating me like a baby. And then she runs up and like falls in her bed and is like, <laughs> She babies it up. Yeah. I thought it was great. She just flings herself crying onto her bed like, I can't believe you treated me like a baby. <laughs> I really enjoyed. Um, so then Grandma's like, yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> Fucking okay. Go. I guess you guys can go together. Fuck I hope it. you don't find out anything. <laughs> hope nothing ever f- happens. Um, there's a dance fight. Yeah, they dance a bunch. Um, they, they were having a they're having a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But then whomst, this whomst does the whomst starts the fight. This name who, I can't. Turner Brown, the bully. Turner Brown. Oh, that is the most fecal careful. Name. You better not Turner Brown. That is the most fecal name. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, go. welcome to the stage, Turner Brown. Wait, no, we just. I'm gonna clip off a of Turner Brown. <laughs> I'm gonna go to your toilet and Turner Brown. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm about, <laughs> can you lend me some pants? I'm about to turn it brown. Do you have any like emodium? <laughs> so that my insides are going to turn it brown. Because I'm about to turn it brown. About to turn it brown. Oh, fuck. Because yeah, he talked <laughs> shit at Ruby being like, oh, you look great, but I bet you're a whore. And Paul was <laughs> but like, I bet you're a whore. Basically, yeah. yeah. And then Paul was like, ah. And that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> that was cool. And like the. Uh, I don't know. They, they dance maestro. Whoever was in charge was like, the, the DJ. turn it brown. Get the hell out of here, you turn shit. Turn it brown. Get to town with your pants pulled down. <laughs> I think he said that. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, and then, like, they were going to stay, and they're like, no, let's get out of here. And she's like, your face is fucked. We should go see my grandmother before you go home. She's got poultices. She has poultices. Pult- <laughs> I think is how you say that. Pol- poultices. Poultices. And, sh- and she do. She puts pult- poultices. Poultices. <laughs> on uh, on on uh, his in- injuries, and then uh, he goes home, and Grandma's like, "All it's right, it's time for us to have a no n- swamp talk, <laughs> a swamp talk." And she was like, "Okay, clearly he cares about you. I tried to make it about something else. Let but me let's talk about you. You're mo- not an idiot. Your so sis- your your mother, Ruby's sexy mom, was tampered by the cup of sinful pleasures. Who isn't? It's so good." So pleasurably simple. You don't want to know what's in here. It's coffee, hot chocolate, and vanilla vodka. Is that what his name was? <laughs> Another tape. <laughs> you make a joke like that, I'm about to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> 
because so, um, what happened was Paul's father. Oh wait, wait, wait okay, what the I, fuck? I, what? Okay, one more thing before that is that Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Gabrielle, her mother. Her, her mother. Her mother. Um, turned up the pregnancy and quote, we we don't go to shack butchers. I sorry, shack butcher. Nice. We don't go to shack butchers, which is probably a good thing. Sounds like you wouldn't want to go. And then uh, Grandpa beat the father's name out of her. Ah, yes. Mm, and nice. it was uh, Paul's dad who was married. He, so praise be, incest is back. Yay, but praise. barely. I mean, they're very tingled. Yeah, they're tingled, but all there was was like a delicate cup of a breast. That was it. They didn't like fucking get fingies and tingies. The fingies and dingies didn't happen. They were gonna. They were probably they eventually still want gonna. to. They do, but both of them are like fair. I mean, no, they were not. Yeah, no, I know, I know. So Gabrielle was another victim of secret Heidi Pregos because yes. they were like, all right, well, I guess we're just gonna pretend like Mrs. Tate is pregnant and hide you away. Like, another trope, a secret pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Paul doesn't know any of this. And <laughs> I really kind of enjoy Grandmare's great swamp wisdoms. Mm-hmm. She was, thanks, man. Um, she was like, you, it's not up to you to change his relationship with his mother yeah. or his father. Like, this isn't for you to tell him. Yeah, like, I know that you want him to know, but, like, he might resent you for being the one who tells him. And if you care it's about gonna, him, you probably don't yeah, want that relationship. It's going to change his whole family structure, yeah. and it's up to his family to do that. And I was like, okay, Grandma. Okay. Um... So, Grimmer's starting to have an ale, by the way. We, like, we're introducing, like, an ale. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's slowing down. She's like, my chesticles. Yes, she's not up as early. And But she's like, but I'm fucking fine. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. And Ruby's like, maybe a doctor. And she's like, I'm basically a doctor. It's fine. <laughs> Do you have the part where she has to, like, put Paul off and be like, oh, yeah, I'm don't there. hang out. Okay. Yeah, so she's like, shit, I gotta put Paul off. And <laughs> Good job. just be like... Hey, so we let's I don't not, want to date anymore. Yeah, we should. We're too young. We should see other people. Like, I'm. I'm. My plans are to be an artist. Like, I to be an artist. I feel like I should have a lot of more experiences. Which actually, fair, yeah, fair. And then he's like immediately like is sad, but then like flips and he's like, oh, it's because you want to be a whore, like your mother. Paul's father regarding Ruby. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Sir, you're the tree fucker. You're the fucking one who fucked the tree. Fuck the tree. You fuck the fruit loose. So the apples are flapping. The fruit around. is loose. <laughs> you fuck them fruits loose. <laughs> I'm just picturing someone in a very involved relationship with a fruit tree. I was picturing it a little bit similar, but also the tree is a person in like a shitty cosplay. <laughs> Why does it have to be a shitty cosplay? It's funnier. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, if it was nicely done, we don't want to make fun. No, yeah, because that's, that's art. just okay. their choice. Yeah, fair. Um... Yeah, he's pissed and he's like, pissed to cause her whore and then runs away crying. Ruby's sad and it's hot out. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And then she gets a check in the mail for $250 because one of her paintings sold at the gallery and that is so exciting. Oh, hang on. You're a little ahead of me. Uh, spider wedding sounds like my nightmares. Oh, I love There's like wedding. some like fable about spider weddings. I don't want to go into it. Um, She's like, hold on. Hold on, you didn't let me tell you about this. I want to talk about Never spiders, mind, I don't want to talk about it. But I hate it. It's a weird thing that is noted, but I don't like it. I love it. Um, so there's like, yeah, there's a whole fable about a like... fable, that's what I was Someone's like had a beautiful wedding in the bayou and like these spiders like wove all these webs and like it was like silvery gold and like the dew drops and... I thought that sounded nice. 
There's an extended right. like multi-page about like how hot it is in Ruby Sad. Is there? Yeah, I, I must have skimmed I right the fuck like, over oh, that. Oh, Jesus okay. God! Uh, Ruby eventually goes to see Grandpere, and he is naked with a bullwhip. He's like running around his shack naked with a bullwhip. Uh, Ruby does mostly sad paintings. Grandmare is getting old and tired. Uh, I said, I can't believe Ruby suggested a doctor to Grandmare. Can't believe it. Because she, <laughs> she's basically a swamp doctor. She's and then I wrote Lacy Creamy Envelope. And that is where we are. We're at the Lacy Creamy Envelope. Oh my God. So they use some I'm of gonna Ruby. I'm going to put my swamp fingers in your Lacy Creamy Envelope. Okay, all right, here we are. Here we go. Uh, I'm gonna put my swamp fingers. Stop in. it! Stop it! There's debris. Dear listener and dear viewer, do not want to hear that shit. God damn it, Kathleen. They used some of the money that Ruby got in. Okay, all right, it's out, it's out. Some of the money that Ruby got from her check to make like a really fancy shrimp gumbo and a cake. A gumbo, yeah. <laughs> it's like a shrimp gumbo. And they invite uh, two of Grandma's pals over to celebrate. And then at the end of it, um, Grandma's like, yeah, go put the extra money in my dresser. Which apparently, like, this dresser is just, like, nobody fucking touches it. It's, it's like, for things of value. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, like it's noted that even Grandpa Jack, like, would never fuck with this dresser. Like It's Grandma's stuff she thinks she gets for her services, things she can trade for others. It's like a barter, kind of, but also things from her life. And this is, like, an antique dresser hi, that's, hi like... Hi, boy. Like, uh... Armoire. No, but it was, like, <laughs> it's an heirloom. There we go. So she goes in there, and she's like, oh, my God, let me just... And she's, like, sad because she's like, holy shit, there's, like, last time I looked in here, there was so many things. Like, there's hardly anything left. I'm so sad now. It's hard times. What is this creamy envelope? What's in there? A young grandpa. Photos. Mm -hmm. Photos. Uh, uh, Well, first of all, I said young grandpa had broad shoulders, of course. Of course. Broad shoulders, Um, narrow waist. And then I said, it's a photo mystery. Who is Pierre? Pierre. So there's a photo of, of... a seven-year-old who looks exactly like Ruby, and there's like a note in the back that's like, Gabrielle, she's doing great. Here you go. Love, Pierre. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also wrote, there's too many revelations too close together. Now, listen. We have previously noted that books are like a freight train. Mm-hmm. This book is a freight train if all those trains are full of methamphetamine. It's a roller coaster. Because you think like, okay, this is the arc of the book, and then it's like, Oh, so, okay, something else is happening. There, a lot of things happen. And then it's like, okay, well, this is like, the uh, okay, we got another thing. Yeah, but you know what? I think it felt less, like, it felt more, like, less discombobulated than some of the other freight trains, I thought. Like, as much as we're talking about the swamp, it's only the beginning of the book. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, just coming off the heels of White Fern, too, where it was like... <laughs> it was cool to go back to like fucking content and um there really were enough storylines to do the entire five book across the board in one book but like i don't know it's crazy because i don't feel like anything was terribly rushed no yeah it was it, this was a nice change it was. it was nice um gators respected gabrielle <laughs> That's how I'm going to summarize her mom, Gabrielle. Yeah, so Ruby was like... Princess fairy. Yeah, like, listen. Listen, grandmère. I found this shit. 
tell me what the fuck is up. Like, stop. Stop putting me off. Like, you keep waiting, saying later. It's fucking it's later. later. Like, I'm clearly old enough to know about this. What is this? What is this? Is this me? This isn't me, but it looks like me. Yes. Tell me everything. And then she does. A mysterious, like, swamp princess. She is, yeah. She was like a swamp fatty queen. Wealthy Pierre was taken with wild Gabrielle. She was wild. He was and married. Slutty. She wasn't P- slutty. She, she was sexed. free. She was free with her vagina system. <laughs> the whole system. <laughs> the whole system. <laughs> she was a systems anal- analyst. And she had <laughs> Paul Tate. And then she also did a fuckings on others as well. Mm. Which of the time? 1962. Three? 1962, 1962, right now. Great. But back in the time before that. In the 50s. In the 50s. No, the 40s. Right, because she died in 47. Okay. Yes. Great. So in the 40s. Yes. It was the post war and. That's when baby boomers happened. Everyone she was fucking. She boomed out so many fuckings. Anyways, <laughs> so since like this all thing, this whole thing with a uh, you know Paul happened, Grandparent Jack is like actually kind of psyched that Gabrielle's pregnant again because he's like I can make some fucking money. And, Classic fake pregnancy. Yeah, he again another one. So he arranged with uh, Pierre's father to buy the baby for fifteen thousand dollars, which I'm pretty sure is a fuck ton of money in nineteen forty six. Right. If, seven. if anyone has like a inflation calculator that wants to run that for these dollars, we could have done this, but we didn't. We didn't. So email us at visaspiecespodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. Grandpere goes up to Gabrielle and is like, "Well, all parties have agreed." Um, Except for, like, her. Because she was, like, so excited yeah, to, like, raise like, this, this baby, baby in the bayou. She's like, I want her to, this baby yeah, to another love bayou nature. Princess. Yeah, like, I want this baby to love nature and, like, appreciate the simple things. And blah, 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 blah. And uh, Pierre is like, cool, yeah, you should do that. Like, sorry I knocked you up. I think you're great. Like, like I'll I help you, you raise so this. Yeah. You're amazing. But meanwhile, his wife couldn't get pregnant. And I guess, like, Paul's mother, not Paul, Pierre's mother and father, like, were, like, ailing and dying, and it was, like, really sad for them. They weren't going to have, like, an heir coming out of the family. So, Grandpa's like, we're just going to do this, and... I was definitely shooketh for a little bit after. He's like, well, everyone agreed. I mean, everyone, so this is what's happening. But, like, the one party who needs to agree... The one being like... That's how you give birth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> so the the pregnancies happen, pregnancy singular happens, and she goes to, to give a birthens, and uh, one comes out. They like immediately scuttle this like one second old baby out to a waiting limo, and Grandmare's like, "Oh, there's another one in there." Grandmare apparently knew by the way that. Um, See, I was gonna say, did car- she know? Yeah, she said she knew by the way she was carrying that it was gonna be two babies. She used her swamp brain. She used her swamp shaman. Realness. Swamp <laughs> shaman realness. <laughs> to deduce that they were do. <laughs> to deduce the deuce. <laughs> to turn uh, her I brown. I have to go deduce the deuce and turn her brown. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then so like they, they're just like, here's this disgusting baby full of goo. It just came yes, out of a swamp lady's it. vagina. Yep. Spirited away now to Nolans. So it scuttles away, and then Grandmare like silently delivers the other one. Yeah, like Grandpa Jack comes in after one second and is like, Josh, shit, I could have made another $15,000. Frying pan, bong. <laughs> <laughs> Frying pan. Yeah, she did. 
She's like, fuck off, boink. <laughs> and then he's just like, pretty cool. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no one knew there were two. Like, Pierre d- did not know. The family didn't know. They basically just, like, lost touch. Except it's... for the... Um, because Gabrielle ended up, like, you know, she was very heartbroken that the baby was gone. Heartbroken not that, that she Pierre... gave birth, like, in a shack, but that her heart was broken. Her heart was broken. Her heart and the her medical vagina. treatment. Her heart and her vagina were broken. And there's, you know, so apparently she told her mother in French, like, my beautiful mother, and then she died. Okay. I, look, at my how much I, my look at how much I did not note that. I, but I did write this as a fantastic, mysterious, dramatic tragedy. Yeah, sure uh, was. Grand Mare, I have the next thing I have is Grand Mare is like, if, you know, if anything happens to me. No fucking reason if anything happens. If anything should happen in the next chapter or two. Just, just no reason. Um, <laughs> this guy's Raul Balzac <laughs> comes calling on grandma. He's like, my son's fevery. Help. Yes, it's a big old heel ends and it leaves her very weak. Well, there's like a Haley thunderstorm situation. Yes. So like Ruby's freaking out because there's a big Haley thunderstorm situation. And, like, she was talking... A lot of things in these books um, talk about, like, storms and, the, like, foreboding weather. They and align like, with the weather. Yes. So Ruby's, like, oh, stressed out heck. because also, you know, Grandmare's been slowing way down at this point and been like, I'm fine. And she's like, you ain't fine. And so, like, when she didn't come back, I was like, ugh. So they, um, ball, ball sack. Ball sack. <laughs> He's just, like, r- rumbles back up with Grandmare just, like, laying in the back of the truck. It's like he wanted to lay down. She wanted to lay she down. She was like, she's tired. She's exhausted. So it's a big old healings, um, kind of a la uh, Green Mile. I've never seen Green Mile. I've read the books. Okay, great. We're on the same not page. Healing makes you cough up fruit flies, and then you're very tired. Okay. Um, Grandmare was like, please, get the priest so I can make peace. But no, no reason. No like, reason. Just in case. Just in case. Just go get him. And so, so please immediately get the priest. So, like, Ruby books it. To the priest, and he's like out having lunch or some shit. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I do wish to say it's a less hysterical death than usual. Yeah. Because well, when she gets back, Grandmare's just like a dead in a rocking chair. But a little bit prior to that, I feel like Ruby was like, no, it's fine. And she was like, no, it's just, she's like, just if anything happens, she's like, Grandmare, don't say that. And she's like, I just need to tell you that things. And I, she's like, I'm not going to be here forever. And this is what you need to do. And mm-hmm. she was like, no, it's fine. And she's like, no. I'm not going to be here forever. And she's like, all right. And Ruby's like, okay, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And this is just happening. So it do, it do happen. Dead in a rocking chair. Um, but she's got a little smile on her face. There's a wake. Are you at the wake? Yeah, like a million people come to the wake of the funeral. And Grandpa mm-hmm. kicks everyone out. Yep. He just like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, well, he promises to get his shit together. Because she finds him, and he's like, oh, no. And, like, he's, oh, no. like, cool during, um, I think, the wake part. Or she, Yeah, Ruby, like, scrubs him. It's noted she finds all the lice. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's swamp cronies roll in after he kicks everyone out. And Grandpa passes out from grief. Yeah. He's not like, from, oh, I'm just really alcohol. fucking tired. I was really tired for some reason. Alcohol. He's got lice. It's really gross. Yeah, he promised to get a other, But besides, like, bathing, like, once, he doesn't really change. Like, she was like, oh, my God, he's, like, wearing a shirt and it's clean and uh it looks like he's sad what but then he this? just keeps getting drunk on like oh. super cheap whiskey i screenshotted this to share because i gave it an eyebrow mm. so um please share 
What was more important now, I question, that there be truth between Paul and me, truth between two people who care for each other with such a rare love, a love that demanded honesty, or that I maintain a lie that Paul kept from knowing the sins of his father. What? There's just like, my one love, ever for love. You're 15. Ever That's love. why that tracks. I mean, it, it do That's track. why it tracks. Um, so she does tell him. Um, but Paul, yeah. do not believe. Well, it was, um, yeah, d like, it was day two of the wake. She goes off for a walk because she's, like, super overwhelmed by, like, greeting people and grieving and Grandpa Jack just being, like, super unpredictable. And then, like, she almost passes out and Paul catches. He's like, oh, I almost fell down. What's going on? And then they're just kind of talk about, like, well, like, I know you're upset. And so, like, you were kind of shitty, though. And he was like, yeah, I was super upset and I was kind of shitty. Like, I'm dating this girl and, like, yeah, it was to make you jealous. And, like, I wasn't. I didn't want to not talk to you. I didn't know how to process my feelings, which I thought was a really cool conversation. <laughs> and then Ruby just spills the tea. She's like, we have the same mom. Mm -hmm. She's like, the day my mom died, your mom died. And he was like, uh, my mom. I can say that. Oh, it's a bit. Oh, we, we have the same mom. But was it? Oh. And he was like, no, 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 no. There must be some mistake. Like, someone lied to you. Like, no. I'm going to talk to my dad. Um, Grandpa acts a whiskey fool. <laughs> I love this. Also. Ruby says, promise me that you won't find out. Promise me that when. Hold on. Ruby says, promise me that when you find out the truth. And Paul cuts her off and says, I won't find out the lie. 17. <laughs> uh, I won't find out. So he will find yeah. out. Yeah. He, he's, it's a little, it's a little Philip style. He's like, no, -uh, we're not siblings. I want to fuck you so hard. Um, so anyway, Grandpa acts a whiskey fool, clears the funeral, and then tears up the place. He's like, she's got a stash of money. She got a stash of money. I need the money. Yeah. Um, and like, and she's like, there's no money. And he's like, where are you hiding? Her arm bar's empty. She's like, no, seriously, we're struggling. I came by one time and you were fucking passed out. I'm the one who covered you up so you weren't getting like eaten by swamp flies. And, um, like, there's a week later, Ruby's waiting for Paul because he's going on this fishing trip. Hold up, hold up. Ruby actually thinks through going to New Orleans, unlike other protagonists. <laughs> like, Kathy would have been like, ah! But, like, Ruby's like, ah, what if I just, like, what if what if I turn into a prostitute? Or something like that. She's like, what if I, I can't do anything? Like, I was like, oh, she's actually thinking it through. Yeah. A lot of those sort of protagonists have been very reactionary yeah but she was like i don't know what i should do should i try to leave here should i try to stick it out like grandma wanted me to do this but like life's a lot different than like promises like like i've never been there she's never been there mm -hmm. like could be crazy grandpa gets gross again like he's like i'm done bathing <laughs> yeah 100 percent. it's like well that one bath was nice he just gets all <laughs> gross up again paul just fucking waltzes into ruby's room yeah so like a week later she's waiting for paul to show up because Paul's like, I'm going on this fishing trip with my dad. We'll be alone. This is when I'll bring it up. Like, I couldn't really bring it up yeah. around my mom. Like, it's been awkward. And, um, but then she gets tired and goes to bed. And then, like, yeah, he just comes walking into the room. Sibling tingle. Doing, like, a Christopher Phillips sort of monologue at yes. her. Yes. Um, Paul, he says, uh, I'm paraphrasing. If we practice incest, it'll get easier. But, like, Ruby's, like, maybe kind of into it. She's, like, She keeps sliding. Mm. She's, like, slipping and sliding. She keeps being, like, I'm sliding and sliding away. And sli where are you sliding to? Down the She's snail like, trail. She's, like, on a slip and slide. Down the snail trail. In yep. That's the song. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a very, slipping into very her brother's famous penis. song from She's slipping into her brother's penis. Yep. Is she sounding? 
Yep. Doing. <laughs> uh, slip and slide. LOL. Uh, he later is like, Paul's like, this is my land. It's oil land. And he'll, he does a Philip turn. He's like, this will be our house and we will adopt and no one will know. Yeah, and he's like, we'll be rich. Who will give a, who gives a shit? They won't talk about us for yeah. rich. I know, a little bit. But like after, like, uh, Grand Pale actually busts in the room while Paul's That's in right. there. He's like, He's what? like, get the fuck out of here. And then he was like, oh, I Ruby, guess you want to do fuckings, huh? You're grown. We should probably find you a husband. And she's like, ugh. 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 Would you like to read about Buster Trejo? Mm. Here you go. Well, I will say, I, what I really like, because, like, Paul skipped school, and so Ruby's, like, freaking out that, like, he went home and, like, something happened between his parents, but then he, like, comes, like, ro- riding up in a speedboat, and he's just like, hey, come check out my land. And she's like, all right, but don't fucking touch me, though, because I don't. Yeah. And he totally. We are re- fucking siblings. He totally respects her personal space. He, like, helps her in the boat, and yeah, that's yeah. about, like, I really liked that. It is, but his little. It's just a change. I know he's got a plan, but His he also wasn't Philip like. Monologue. I know, but he wasn't like it'll be okay. Like no, it was not like that. He was just like, okay, here's my plan, and she was like, Ugh. all right, I'll think about it, but it's kind of fucked up. So she gets home, and he's got Buster Trey Hall. Oh, he's got this disgusting man named Buster Trey Hall. Read it. No, here you go. Do it. Oh, mid-30s, I didn't skim by that. <laughs> Buster Trahal. Trahal. Trahal was a man in his mid-30s, tall and stout with a circle of fat around his stomach and oh, sides that made harsh. it look as if he wore an inner tube under his shirt. He fat. All of the features of his plain face were distorted by the bloat. The bloat. <laughs> he had a thick nose with wide nostrils, heavy jowls, a round chin, and a soft mouth with thick purple lips. <laughs> His forehead protruded over his cavernous dark eyes and his large earlobes leaned away from his head so that from behind he looked like a big bat. (laughs) Right now, his dull brown hair was matted down with sweat. Dull brown. The strands sticking to the top of his forehead. As soon as I stepped into the room, his smile widened, showing a mouthful of large teeth. Pieces of crawfish (laughs) were visible between the gaps and his thick pink tongue was covered with the meat as well. He brought the neck of a beer bottle to his lips and drew on it so hard his cheeks folded in and out like the bellows of an accordion. I mean, who's dry and who's damp? I'm dead inside. I mean, <laughs> you know, that is... I, I am like, I'm a human dry heave right now. That is, that's someone's something, but not for us. Um, Look, so- I don't want to yuck your yum if that's your thing. Um, we don't kink shame. Yeah, let's leave it at that. I get, yeah, okay. It Buster could be someone's type. That's okay. Buster Trayhawk. Uh, full of crawfish. It's disgusting. And grandparents just like, Haha, Ruby is making this dinner. <laughs> She's really good at stuff. And Ruby's like, what the fuck's going on here? And he's just he's like, like, is there any food for our gumbo? And he's like, Bleh. And... Grandpa's like, well, you know this, and she's like, I'm not gonna. F- what you want me to? I'm not gonna go with this guy. And he's just like, oh, Jack, you I gotta break him. She's wild. I gotta break her. And so she like goes up to her room. She's like, I'm fucking Audi right now. But she hears uh, that um, uh, Buster offers to Grandpa, and he accepts a thousand dollars for him to test out the goods. He pimped her out. 
He pimped out Ruby. And OMG. So, so then she's like, all right, fuck this. I guess New Orleans is like, at least if I end up a prostitute, I'll know that that's what happened. Like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And um, uh, Grim, she packs a little bag, but Grandpa's like. He busts in and he's like, you were so embarrassing to me. And then he's like, oh, you got a bag? I'm going to chain her to the bed. He chains her to the bed. But which dumbly. is so stressful for like a hot minute. It is. Oh my god! It is for a I, hot oh minute. my god! But I he was too drunk like, to do it right. He, she could just like lift the bed and slide the bike. Yeah, lock so out he, of like it. he wrapped the chain around her ankle and then like locked it to the bed leg, so she was able to lift up the leg of the bed and just slide out and then un, undo her her leg. And she just like sneaks the fuck away. It was really sad though. Like she she had done this beautiful portrait of Grandma on the um on the porch. And, like, she said bye to the portrait. She was like, I'll, I'll be back for you. I can't take you now. I hmm. thought that was super sad. Hey. Um, so she goes on the bus and has a beautiful and friendly bus mate. Annie Gray. He's, she gives her almost immediately a piece of black cat spine uh, for luck. She's a voodoo wannabe singer who loves New Orleans. Yep. And then she kind of scams a tenor out of her. I love it. She was like, like, oh, my God, Pierre Dumont. There's going to be so many. What we have to, we have to do like an offering. So you give me 10 bucks. And I'll, I'll, I'll drop it, it out of the church. Yep, yep. And I'll find the right one. And she's like, huh, like this one. Goodbye. And then Ruby's like, oh, there's fucking one. But then she was like, all right, I paid 10 bucks for entertainment. Yeah. Like, she was like, fair. Like, Anagram was pretty cool. Like, Ruby got to tell her why she left her grandfather and stuff. Like, it, it was it was fine. And then she was like, yeah. I don't know. I probably should have known better. That's okay. Uh, she runs into a pissed, dank alley roper. Oh, my God. It, she, so, I'm sure surprising no one that she shows up on the night of... Uh, Mardi Gras! <sighs> yep. And then, like, some guy in a mask is like, a Hey, come with us. I know where that blonde, is. A cerulean, blue-eyed tuxedo man comes upon With her, a mask. To whom Ruby tells a surprising amount of information... She's FYI. like, you're not trustworthy. She's like, I just have been put up for adoption. My sister was an adoption. I'm here. Uh, I'm here at this <sighs> diamond rich mansion. And he was like, oh, let's cut down this alley. And she's like, I don't know if we should do that. And then he totally tries to assault her, yelling, it's party time. He thinks it's her sister. No, no, no. Oh, I oh okay. The so reveler. we're back. We're back to the dank, the dank alley. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was talking about Boo. No, and then some revelers like happened to be like parading. Like, yeah, this seems like a great dank alley for us to parade down. And so she like ends up like right in front of a cop, and she's like, "How do I get to this address?" And he was like, "Oh, hop the streetcar." Yeah. And then she's like, Whew. and then and then she meets Bo, the blonde cerulean eyed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Man. Yep. With cerulean eyes. And, uh, and he's he- just like Giselle. Look at this fucked up outfit you're wearing. Your costume is just too much right now. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, why is she an idiot? Like, why how is she, she so not, confused? How does she not put it together? The only one she's who knows. going there to meet her twin sister. She's the only one who knows as a twin. And she's like, what do you mean? Who does he think I am? <laughs> so stupid. But she, she, so Bo comes up to her and he's like, hey, and she's like, I don't know why I'm here. I was separated at birth. My twin sister, I'm from the bayou and my, my daddy doesn't know me. Like, she just tells him everything. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, you. oh, whoa, 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 okay. Thank you, helpful stranger. He just like looks at her and he's like, oh yeah, you don't look like a bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's a diamond rich mansion. So again, we go from dirt poor to diamond rich. Yep. 
Um, they go, he's like, I know Daphne and Pierre. He's like, I'm real, I'm buds with Daphne and Pierre. Yeah, he's like, I'll go find, they're at a party, I'll go get them. Like, and then they'll she, totally want to meet you, just she, go in and chill. She hangs out with Nina, the voodoo uh, maid, which is a little, who's just like, oh, you're a ghost or something. Yep. And, um, uh, I think he brings Gabri, uh, Giselle down. Yeah, and Giselle's like, she's like, what kind of fucking bullshit is this? She was like, you're trying to like scam us for money. And what I think is great, they're like, she's like, what, these clothes, wearing these clothes. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with what I'm yeah, wearing? Yeah, like, what I'm is wrong with my clothes? clothes? And she's like, how do you think I'd wear that? And she's like, all right, I'm done. Like, what? Yeah, G- Giselle is a fucking bratty asshole. But, and Bo is nice. He's like, chill. And he like, kind of like, kind of like side eyes. Giselle is like, oh, this fucking idiot, bitch. Um, Pierre, when he comes in, is like, Stoked. Like, he's just like, oh, my God, I have two daughters. Like He's like a tall daddy. This is slim. amazing. Tall, slim daddy. And his wife, Daphne, is like, oh, mm-hmm. um, a trifle of a problem. You know, like those fake uh, pregnancies definitely come back and bite you, huh? <laughs> yeah. what, what will the people think? What will the people think? What will the and he was like, think? you know, okay, we're just going to say that, like, we never told anyone that our that you had twins and one of the babies was stolen. People believe that voodoo practitioners uh, steal babies. Let's perpetuate this with like a fucking horrible story. Totally, yeah. You know that old old maid cook we have that was like very a very voodoo lady, and she's like, so we're gonna say it was her. She did all this and scuttled her off to the bayou. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Daphne says more than once that Ruby is so unschooled. I know she just like assumes that she's like this, like very, like like very loose. Idiot Yo, from the bio. You are a loose idiot. Yeah, That's you are like a loose him. idiot. Um, to be fair, though, they were like, that maid is gone and, like, she's passed away so nothing can come back on her. Like, yes, I no, know. don't do it. But also, at least they were like, at least, like, no one, anyways. I just, it's, it, it literally, they literally said, well, you know how people, like, believe these, know, weird, these old stories? Like, what if That's not cool, that but at least that. they were, like, not involving anyone still alive. No one can go to jail for this. Yes, as which is different than some of the other <laughs> situations uh, we've been in. Right away, he, Pierre's like, you guys should have adjoining bedrooms. Too I soon. Know. He was like, oh my God. He's like, you guys, I'm going to put this right next to Giselle's room. Yeah. Like, they have do- like, so when you're ready, you guys can open the doors. It'll be so cute. And Ruby's new room is fucking dank. Like, she's just like, oh. He's like, I'll just leave you to get settled. And she's like, <laughs> this is like 18 times the size of my shack. Really Pierre is. is very nice and welcoming. I'm, I I was like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, with him and um, he's like waiting. They have like breakfast together, and yeah. he was like, "Let me drive you around, Nolan's," because it yeah. was the day after Mardi Gras. Yeah. Everyone's still sleeping. But, yeah, like, well, like up. Giselle comes home when Ruby like goes down to breakfast because they tell her like, "You'll probably be up before everybody else, so like totally go downstairs, go to the, ask what you want for breakfast, like be cool." And Giselle's coming home, and she's, like, just an asshole. And she's like, you better not tell him I'm coming home right now, and you're trying to get me in trouble. And she's like, I don't, don't, don't want to get you in trouble. I'm just excited to have family. It was so sad. Uh, but he's like, let's go to the French Quarter. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show you around New Orleans. Like, you haven't seen it before. I'm so excited. Like, Yes, yes. so sweet. Uh, very nice. And he tells her about... Tragic Jean. Uncle Jean. And, like, yes. And also... Um, yeah, like what led up, yeah, like that whole relationship with his brother. I was flashing, if anyone has seen the uh, parody of uh, uh, that, uh, what do you call it, that movie? The Johnny Cash biopic. Walk the Line? Walk the Line. The mm. parody, uh, Walk Hard. It was very much the wrong kid died vibe that I was getting because Uncle Jean was like the most perfect and mm-hmm. athletic and everything and and Pierre was not. So 
Uncle Jean had an accident, and Uncle all Jean. I could think was the wrong kid died. Uh, anyway, they tried they tried a bit for the science because he was like Daphne couldn't produce the hormones for pregnancy. They mm-hmm. tried hard, but like it's still very vague because there was a man writing this. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And plus, this is nineteen sixty two. Fair. Yeah, so like, mm-hmm. what the fuck did we know about fertility then? 40, Not a lot. 47. Um, so, um, it's just cute. They like go out for lunch and he's like, but on the drive there, he's just like, this was happening. And then like, I was super depressed. My father was depressed. And we ended up like going to the bayou. And like the first time I saw your mother, it was like, she was the most beautiful person I'd ever seen. Like Swamp there was a fucking, there was a the bird that landed on her shoulder, shoulder and she was like, hey, tweet, tweet, tweet. Like very, very snow white. She was like a swamp white. She was a swamp white. Um, anyway, <laughs> okay. And then she's, he's like, and then she like mentions like, he's talking about art gallery. He's like, oh, you've ever Hold been on, wait, wait. Mm. So the, before that, that's my next note before that is, uh, I said, apparently Gabrielle gave approval to the scheme after talking to Daphne. And then this is ripe for some other secret dropping. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know it yet. No, we don't but know like, it yet. But like, and I don't know if that will ever get circled back to, but like, why? Maybe she was just like, listen. Pierre knows nothing about their talk. He makes a specific mention. He's like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what they talked about. I just know that she agreed afterwards. So they go to an art gallery. Yeah, so they're eating lunch and she's like, I think he's talking about galleries. And she's like, oh, have you ever heard of Dominique's? And he was like, yeah, why have you heard of it? And she's like, oh, I got some paintings. And he's like, fucking what? And they immediately go there. And he's like, that one, buying it now. Let's go. He's He's like, like, so proud. Why does it say Ruby Landry? Right, Dumas. I want my family to claim your talent. I thought that was fucked. That was a little fucked. A little fucked. I'm immediately like, any person you were before, gone, done. Yeah. Now you're here. Me, I want. Now. And then Daphne's like, you know what? You won't be so shitty if I just make you look rich like the rest of us. So shopping spree, like, like the same goddamn day. Like this all happens in a day. This is the same day. So she like drags get, her to a thousand get, department stores. They get stores. home and and she sits with Daphne and Daphne's like, Pierre suffers from bouts of melancholia, but all day he's been manic and frenetic. Hmm. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, the boating accident. She's like, what does that mean? And, and she's, she's like, like whatever. Um, fashions are very important to Daphne. Oh, 100%. Um, do, fucking Ruby gets bobby pins. She was like, and bobby pins I got. Yeah. I that because that's fucking ridiculous. Um, so they're talking about love, and Daphne's like, love is cash money, bitch. And I was like, okay, girl. This she's like she's looking like her like top down like pretty woman like her. she's like this is love. love is <laughs> um, Giselle comes up to her and she's like, mm, sorry, I was a bent. Um, you'll be super fun because we're sisters. Let's pretend oh, yeah. that we're each other. So like tonight when Hold on, man. yeah, uh, Giselle presumes Cajun girls uh, to this yeah, they give sexual intercourse on the reg, yeah. and she's very jealous of Ruby's clothes. She's like, I'll borrow these panties. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, first, and then the first thing she wants to do is the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And they do it at dinner, and, like, um, Pierre immediately he's is, delighted. like... delighted, yes. He's like, he's like, oh, you guys, you switched spots. And then Daphne's like, no, don't ever fucking do that again. Yeah, Daphne, chill, bitch. So then she's like, well, the boys are coming. My my boyfriend, Bo, is coming over with his friend, Martin, and let's just keep doing the switcheroo. Yeah. And then, like... Giselle's like really pretending to be Ruby with this like really 
horrible accent. She's like, I'm just a stupid Cajun girl. I do intercourse. From the swamp. I know how to twirl my vagina around any dick. And then she's like, let's go off and do a smoochins. And like, Bo knows. He's like. He like immediately knows that like they're doing a switchy. Is this like a purity test for the men? Who can tell them apart immediately? I think he just knows and he's like kind of sick of Giselle's shit at this point. But then he like goes and does a smoocher on on Ruby and she's like, hey, 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 I'm not yes. your girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, okay, yeah, I knew. Don't fucking do that. Don't do that. Don't that do is that. That's not enthusiastic consent. That is not enthusiastic. That's not consent. It's like a sneak. He does a sneaky titty grab. Yeah. And like a get even smoocher. Uh, Ruby hears sobbing and Daphne is annoyed by it. Like that whole event. It was really a lot. Like, the, also, they're drinking, what are they drinking? Like, rum. vodka, rum and coke. Rub, they're drinking rum and cokes. And Giselle's just fucking, like, oh, knocking them back. She goes off to make out with Martin as Ruby. And then is like, what the fuck's going on over here? Because they're, like, in the. Her and um, Ruby and Bo end up in the pool house for some reason. And they're in the dark. They would do another smoocher. And it's like a tingle smoocher. And she's like, oh, I kind of like this. Yes. And then Giselle's like, get out. He's like, what do you mean you, that you are not Ruby? Or Giselle. Yeah, no, like when she okay. opens the door. Yeah. And then um, so Giselle and Bo are in the pool house for like a second. And then Giselle comes out barfing her brains out. And then Ruby like, just like, you go to bed. And then she hears the sobs. Yeah. So she hears sobbing. And Daphne's like, what the fuck ever? And then, was Pierre. yeah, Pierre apparently looking like American Psycho. I don't know. Just like going. I envision, I envision him looking like um, Christian Bale in American Psycho. Anyway. But he goes into Pierre's old room and does a cry kind Jean. of on the reg. Right. Pierre goes into Jean's old room and does a cry on the reg. Ruby drowns in her emotions. Nina has a very voodoo bedroom. <laughs> um, uh, we find out from Giselle that Jean isn't dead. He's just like a zombie boy at a unitician of uh, institution. Institution. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's shocking. We have another sucky sister. <laughs> Is this due to the patriarchy? Um, Jean's not dead. Stunner. Jean. Uh, Jean. Giselle totally sets up Ruby to take the fall for the booze. Oh, yeah. She, like, hides the rum bottle in Ruby's room. Mm-hmm. Asshole. And Just then, She asshole. doesn't come down to breakfast, and then she ends up telling Daphne, like, Ruby made me drink. It's all that Cajun stuff. I told her I didn't want to, but I wanted to bond. And then she was like, oh, they'll forget that they're mad at you. So, uh, side, side plot to this is that uh, there's an art teacher coming to do the art teaching. She has a big old art studio. I noted that um, Ruby has to promise to fully accept the art teachings. Because I was waiting for a nefarious shoe to drop, but none does. So that's how the notes go. Like, you think something's going to happen, but then, nope. Because he was like, I'll take you on as my student. You must fully promise to do my learnings. And we're like, great. You're like, oh, f- what kind of like fucking teacher diddles is going to happen? None? Mm-mm. Nope. Great. Um, and then <gasps> the evening jaunt with like the boys, like Giselle and the boy. I can't even. I can't. <gasps> Giselle like decides she likes Martin and she's like, oh, Ruby, you can have Bo. I don't care. And then like she's kind of an asshole, kind of. She's an asshole to her at school and her friends are an asshole. Yeah. Oh, it's just. And then she's like, you know what? Let's go hang. I'll show you my Nolans. You should. You know what? Oh, yeah, that part, too. Yeah, oh, I'm here for it, because here's what it is. They go to a sex shop just to shock her, because there's fucking dildos everywhere. And she's like... Uh, she's like, okay, no thanks. No, thank you. Um, 
Martin goes to speak to a man in a leather vest and tattoos to get something for later. I think he's shirtless and has, like, 90s trope of drug dealer, like, tattooed across his whole body. He's a bald, shirtless man in a leather vest. Yeah. And he's, like, sell them four joints. Okay. Yeah. Here's the joints. And then they go, here are the joints. Um, they go to Storyville. Here are the marijuana cigarettes, young children. They go to Storyville and fucking voodoo Annie's at the brothel. Yeah, Annie Gray's like, come She's out. Like, hey, what up, girl? What up, Ruby? You find your dad and your sister, and Ruby's like, oh my god. And she's like, yeah, I'm just working for my mom. I'm still gonna sing. I'll reach out to you later, girl. I'm gonna like, go fuck someone for money. And then they're all her friends are like, oh my god, you know a prostitute? She's like, well, I didn't know she was she wasn't a prostitute when I met her. Like I met her on the bus, and I don't really know her. They have, and they're one- like, oh my god, I can't believe you're best friends with a prostitute. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not. I'm not. I just like met her on the bus for two hours, and, and they're I- like, oh my god, I didn't even know that you're like. Best, 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 best friends with a prostitute. That's amazing. What's that like? And she's like, I don't fucking know, know. but that's like... Um, Joints in all caps. They go do some joints. They have one joint cigarette each. Yeah, which is a lot. (laughs) Um, I think that's a lot. (laughs) uh, Ruby has a freak out crying jag. And then they all get thrown, like, throw them away, throw everything away. She, she was, like, laughing, and she's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. <sighs> and then, like, she's sobbing, and then she thinks that's funny, so she just starts laughing again. It's very, like, uh, marijuana kills. <laughs> like, very, like... It was a trip. Yeah, it was... Uh, it so... was very... What is that called, though? The, like, reform... It was very reform madness, madness sort of moment. Um, and then we got to go to school, and she meets Dr. Storm at the school, who's got dull brown eyes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to notate that. The teachers are surprised that Ruby's not an idiot. They sure <laughs> are. They're like, wow, you know how to read. They're like, uh, oh, my God. Because she's uh, like, they're like, okay, we're going to, we'll go slow for you. I know you guys were supposed to do this summer reading, but I, or whatever, but I bet no one did. And she was like, oh, I did this. And they're like, oh, yeah, what's the plot? And she's like, this. And they're like, oh, my God. You read a book. You guys. <laughs> Giselle's mad at Ruby because Giselle doesn't do her schoolwork. Does not just does not do her homework at all. So, yeah, that's Ruby's fault, clearly. Bo is using Ruby to make Giselle mad, blah, blah, blah. But also, uh, Ruby's kind of, like, help helping Giselle with her homework. They're, they're studying together, and then, like, Giselle's grades get better and stuff yes, like that. Yes, I did. Which I thought was yes. really nice. But I did not notate that, but, yes, that did happen. I didn't notate it either, but I just remembered um, but Giselle's just like, it's mostly she's doing better in school because she's mad that Ruby's smarter than her. So there's like someone to hold her accountable and she can't just tell her parents like, the teachers aren't being fair. Like, they're like, well, everyone thinks she's clearly an idiot because she came from the swamp. Not you. She's clearly an idiot because she came from the swamp. So like, what's your excuse? Uh, let's see. Uh, it was, I noted again, a little trope. Ruby has tears burning behind her eyes and references her secret put away heart. Yep. Tiny fists, too. Oh, grinding boy. out grinding sleep with out. grinding eyes was tiny blow. fists. Blow. 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 Why are we doing pony? Because you grind. Oh! Hey! Hey! <laughs> my eyeballs. Tiny fist in my tear ducts. Um. Oh, baby. You come over later and fist my tear ducts. <laughs> Not to kink shame. It's the only Not way, yucking you, young. The only way that I can get my swamp damp. Um. There's a, a very... Su- I need a misty Spanish moth, you know what I mean? There's a very sus apology from Giselle. Mm-hmm. And she's like, come to my slumber party. You should come to the slumber party. Like, I'm so sorry. We should be friends. You're right. There are fucking, I'm going to say it, surprise nude pics. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell what happens and then you do the soda. 
So what the heck? Their friends are like, "Oh my god, yeah, we'll all dress up in we'll my, do this my grandmother's. We all wear stuff old tiny clothes. It's so fun from the tens. Here, put this on and like so everyone goes to a separate room and change it up. And then we just like laugh at each other, which actually sounds so that sounds fun. precious. It sounds, but so fun. it sounds precious, but very much not the, these gals. Vibe. Yeah, of course not. Um, so. They give Ruby like this old timey bathing suit, you know, like the like the shorts and the the whole like pantaloons, kind of like the strong man <laughs> situation. And um, she's in there, and like someone comes in, they're like, one of the friends is like, "What's taking you so long?" And she was like, "Oh, this is so silly. Like, this this is not gonna fit." And she was like, "That's me fine. Oh my god, you can't wear your bra and underwear in a in a bathing suit. Take those off." And she was like, oh, "I guess you're right." And like as she's taking them off, she hears like there's like boys busting forth through the closet, snapping picks. Of her being like, ah! like, yeah, that's what happens. Then she runs home crying, and she's the upset. I mean, it's yeah, upsetting. So of course, of course, it's upsetting. And I think she doesn't even tell. Like, she, I think Daphne's like, why aren't you there? And she was like, Daphne's very fucking high strung. Yeah, and she was like, I just, I didn't feel good. And she was like, is it because you were drinking? And she was like, no, I just, I'm, I just, I, period cramps. It's my period. Um, in the midst of all this, I noted Uncle Jean had narrow hips. I don't know when it came out, but I just wanted to notate that. Sure. Whenever bodies are talked about, it's good to know. Um, <laughs> Bo comes by the next day because he's like, I'll come visit you. So no one, that was like a Friday, I think. So it's like a Saturday. So no one knows about the nude pics yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and asks, Bo asks her on a formal dinner date, all caps, formal dinner date. And Daphne's like, well, we got to get you a formal dress and don't fucking embarrass the family. <laughs> you fucking embarrass the family. I will cut your goddamn head off. With his little doggy. His little doggy. Um, <laughs> formal dinner date. Um, so she gets like groomed by Daphne to be formal, and they do a formal dinner date, and it's whatever. And then they go for a drive, and Bo casually was like, "Maybe I'll be a doctor." Yeah, maybe. Um, and then he is like, eh, "Let's do a fucking." And she's like, "Whoa!" And he says, "I want to be your first wolf." Again, the prize of like virginity, much like Dawn before her. Mm-hmm. I want to be your first. Great. We just met a week ago. We just met, and I need to get in, in there. In there. <laughs> we just met, and I'd like to know you as a person first, before I know you biblically. Before I slam my bangers into your whamma. Um, so she, they get home, and we find out that Giselle has tattled about Annie Gray. Mm-hmm. And was like, her, she has best friends with prostitutes. Punish forever. And she's like, I, f- I fucking love it. <laughs> punish forever um the next thing i think she gets super grounded forever um the next thing i have down is that Bo wants to be painted like one of her french girls yeah like for some reason he's there like they're studying together or something in the her play, art studio they're in a play together they're in a play together sorry there's like 52 so there's a lot yeah, together yeah. and um yeah he's like let's they're practicing in her studio and he's just like you do you ever, ever draw human form? You ever doing like the human form? And she's like, whatever. Nude men's? And she was like, nah. A nude men's? A nude men's? And she was like, nah. And he was just like, well, you you, ha- you, you literally have to if uh, you're going to be an artist. And she's like, yeah, well, I'll probably end up doing that in like, school and stuff. And he's like, oh, but right now. And she's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't want to do that. So he's like stripping and he's like, you better lock the door. Daphne will come in. And I'm just going to say, instead of locking the door, she could have, when she got up to lock the door, she could have just left. Could have. She, I'm not gonna whatever, but she could have just left. Don't victim blame. Uh, what victim? Actually, yeah, don't. Uh, don't anything. Participant blame. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, right now. So uh, she has to draw his manliness. His and she manliness. does like a furious sketching. That's a like furious cock sketch. 
furious. It was angry. Um, A frenzied sketching of peniles. Uh, so in true VC fashion, like, clothes are just magically whipped off. Because um, she's like, okay. So he's given her... Mm, I had many things to say about this interaction. So Bo really needs to stop with these sister comparisons. He's oh, like, yeah. you're so much like softer than Giselle. You're so much nicer than Giselle. Like a honk titty better than Giselle. I don't even know. There's like a Can't lot of titty. sister comparisons. So here's, here's Ruby's side of it. Please don't. I try to resist. It's really, really fucking questionable consent. Mm. The whole time she's like, 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 let's not do this. I don't want to do this. Please, please stop. Don't do this. Um, I guess we're to believe she was just at once. She's like, okay. Like she's just carried away and swept away. But there is a heck, mm. like para- two paragraphs of like, no, thank you. No, thanks. I don't want to do this. So it's very questionable consent in my book. Bothering someone until they give in. Is not I guess like I consent. was more um, chuckling at the whole scene. No, oh. like I was more like like reading after that how she was just like, and then I was fucking coming. Like hot, hot climax. Yeah, like she was just like, oh, like I was just I was coming. coming. Yeah. And then that, she's like, and he was I've, fucking I've never, coming. I've never. Is that how it looks? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, everyone was just orgasming everywhere. Uh, religious so. sex shaming for Ruby. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Daphne looks over. Oh, Daphne looks over Ruby as though she is a slave on the auction block. Stop writing that. Stop writing Stop that. Writing that. You uh, do not have to write that. For real, did Ruby forget the nude pics? Because come Monday morning, she was like, everyone was giggling, and I, I was like, why? Nude pic. You got your fucking nude picture taken. Yeah. So at school, it's out, and then like, obviously, like she runs away and goes home. And cle- doesn't she like run off and like squat behind a tree and some guy's like, what'd you do? And she's like, I'm fine. That oh, yeah. Like she like she falls like she's <laughs> running home and she stops in someone's yard and like takes a breather. It and- takes a breather. Like an old man comes out and like, you know, that's not a bus stop. <laughs> it's a weird detail. Thanks for remembering that. That was weird. Um, <laughs> and she's upset and she talks to Chef Nina and it's fucking voodoo time for reals. It's yeah. voodoo time for reals. So they go to the voodoo master in like the slum, Madame Didi. The slum ghetto. They go to the slum ghetto where we see more people of color in the slum ghetto. Um, playing on tropic. Playing on yards with no grass. Yeah. Anyway, I think she gives her like a hair ribbons and there's yeah, a snake. Yeah, Nina had the hair ribbon. That's right. And there's like a snake and I don't remember there's what. There's a baby the... python. A baby python. <laughs> a baby python in like a little basket. And she's like, bloop. And yeah. then she's like, yeah, you sister. And she was like, whoa, wait, too much. She's like, What's no, no, happening? no, no. So... She was like, too late now. She's going to learn to not be an asshole or something. She's going to learn her lesson. There's a car wreck from the filthy, dirty drug stuff. Hold on. They blamed Ruby for the nudie pics. Okay. Remember? Daphne was like, they found out about them and she's like, I can't fucking believe you let this happen. And like Ruby was like, oh no, like no one knew the boys were hiding. Like she doesn't, that's that's what happened before she went to go to the voodoo queen. Okay. Because fucking Giselle was still an asshole afterwards. Like she didn't say like, yeah, Giselle invited me to this fucking party and they totally set me up. She was just like, no one knew the boys were in the closet. Mm. Like, 
And I love how these photos of her being like, ah! are clearly like, oh, you posed for that. <laughs> Enthusiastic consent. Nope. No. So yeah, they were just being like, you're a whore. Like, anyways. Yes. And then. There's a car wreck from the filthy drug stuff. From the drug stuff. Yep. Smoking joints and driving cars. Yep, uh, Ruby's walking home and Giselle and Martin roll up and like they're smoking doobies and they're like, hey, you want to ride? And she's like, I'm not fucking going anywhere with you. Thank you very much. And then she goes home. And, thank you. <laughs> and like takes a nap or is doing homework or something and she hears some shouting and then uh, we find out that there was a car accident. The uh, insignificant boy is dead. Martin dies. Boo-hoo. I don't know why I screenshotted this. I think it was the voodoo queen just says, what you want to happen and what you don't want to happen makes no difference. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I like that. Okay. It's true. Um, Giselle's in a wheelchair. Did they say that it's not permanent? They're kind of like not sure. They're like, she probably won't walk again. But maybe. I don't know. Se- I think setting it up for like, I'm not sure what I'm going to write in these next couple of books. So we'll find out. Um, and it doesn't make her any less of a cunt. She's still no. fucking awful. She's a mega cunt. She's so bad. She's like, I am can't. But while, the they're in, while they're in the hospital, if she's in the hospital, Ruby, for some fucking reason, is like, well, I mean, I didn't want something this bad to happen to you, but I definitely did ask a voodoo lady to do a curse on you. It was an accident. She's like, I didn't mean for this to happen. I'm sorry. And she was like, wait, what do you mean this? And she was like, well, what? Well, what? Yeah. There's Nurse Warren. She has manly features. Yeah, linebacker lurch. trope. Or linebacker trope. Lurch. Lurch lady. Anyway, so Nurse Warren is is not having it. She kind of, she doesn't, she's not there for too long. Basically that Giselle's like, this is hard. She's not there for much of the book and she she hasn't yet reappeared in the next one. Um, Nude sketch found, obviously. Yeah, Daphne finds the nude sketch and flips the fuck out. And like calls Bo's parents and like, yeah, boy's a whore. My daughter's a whore. They're all whores. What she sounds like, and um, then she's like, just like, let's go see Uncle John. You want to visit him, right? You want to visit him? Let's just, yeah. Daphne's just... like, you know what? I, I, you know what? I found out a way that you can like maybe start, you know, not being horrible to our family. And Ruby, who has not been horrible, is like, oh my god, yes, please. And she's like, you want to like your dad is way too sad after like finding out about the nudie pictures and the Giselle's nudie accident. painting and the. Fucking accident. So like, she's like, I'm visiting John. It's Did his you birthday. Come? You come with me because your dad's too sad to go. And she was like, That's amazing. I really I wanted, wanted to, to go visit yep. him anyways. Yes. So thank you. I was not suspicious until the doctor started asking about Ruby's physical and mental health. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, it absolutely immediately seems like she's dropping Ruby off there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Because he's just like, So how you doing? Uh, and she's like, Clearly, she's fine. Physically. And I was just like, why the fuck would he be asking about that? Mm. So he's like, let's go take a tour. And she's like, are you coming, Daphne? And Daphne's like, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. So she's like, all right. So she's going on this tour because she's like, this is a nice place for Uncle John to live. This is very interesting for him. And he's like, yeah. Um, this is a patient, there's a patient there that has sweet potato red hair. Um, <laughs> they tell her to just relax. And then she's been diagnosed with... Nymphomania. 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 They're like, you're in for an evaluation. She's like, what fucking, what, what's wrong with me? And, and they're like, like you just, know what's they wrong. They were like, just relax. And then she's like, but what is wrong with, like, you You need to tell me what you're assuming that I have. And he was like, you're clearly an nymphomaniac. And she's like, what do you want about that? Rust-colored eyes. Is that the guy with sweet potato red hair? Anyway, there's a young man. She meets an ind- indecisive young man named Lyle Black. Like, apparently he's there because he can't make any decisions, which just sounds like like major anxiety is what's going on with that yes. poor young man. 
like just major anxiety. He's just like been there forever. He's yeah. about the same he age as her. He can't decide whether he should leave or stay. Yep. So he That's just said. But like he, he's very like uh, to grips with this. He's like, yeah, I'm saying this now. Like she asked him questions. Like I'm saying this now, but like who knows if I'm gonna change my mind later? I can't make decisions. So she's like, my uncle Jean is here too. He's like, oh, I know Jean. Yeah, I'm like apparently the only he's the person. only. She meets up with the only person. <laughs> she's like, he can't fucking stand anyone. But he likes me. And also, it's not his fucking birthday because they make a big deal. Although um, she still believes, like it's his birthday. That's. Such a weird coincidence. Um, he's, she's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And he's like, yeah, I could probably help you, but ask me later. I might change my mind. Yep. So they go to like, she's like, he's like, maybe after lunch. Because so, you'll see your, your your uncle will be at lunch. You'll yeah, be yeah. able to notice him immediately because he's fucking dressed to the He night. wears a seersucker and a cravat. I love that. Yep. And so he doesn't say anything. And so she's like, hi, I'm not Giselle. You never met me. I look like Giselle. I'm sorry. Sorry. And he's like, well, he's not screaming, so he must like you. <laughs> and then I saw a jib. Jib! He just starts yelling jib. Jib. Jib! Um, jib! So they go, it's then, what's his face? The Lyle. Guy, Lyle is like. They're outside like on the lawns like, for a long time. He's like, if it's going to be, if you want to go, you're going to go when we're outside. You're going to ask to go to the bathroom. You're going to turn down hallway 72 down. Uh, there's no bars in the window in the laundry. Yep, go. So pretty easy, pretty fucking easy escape. Yeah, like. <laughs> Again, very tense. So she for- escapes to the laundry room and like, she's like, come with me. Like, nah. But then I wrote my next, my next note was, this is a very busy day. <laughs> She's like trapped in an institution for like three hours. <laughs> it's not like days and weeks and months that like she has to figure it out. Like she's like, I don't want to fucking be here. <laughs> and he's just like, oh yeah, I can help you get out. Do that. And she's like, all right, later. And like she just like runs and gets on a bus. <laughs> it's Done. A very busy day. And can you imagine Daphne just being like, what the fuck? Funneled again. I know, right? <laughs> um, sidebar, uh, pretty sure Jean knows a heck ton about that Daphne Gabrielle situation. Oh, yeah, I bet he does. Hmm. Yep. It uh, comes out, so she finally gets home. Daphne's and I was like, pissed. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking pesky lady. And uh, Ruby's like, don't fucking talk to me. I'm going to go talk to my dad. She's like, oh, yeah, go try to talk to him. She He's was sad. like, I really run this shit. <laughs> I run Duma Enterprises. What the fuck is Duma Enterprise? Like, what is this business? I don't what actually is this know. What is business? Did they ever say? I don't it's know. the Enterprises. Yes, it's the Star. It's the Starship Enterprises. Yes. Um, Pierre just straight up, he comes out, straight up got pissed off on like whipped boat bits at his brother. Yeah, well, she goes, yeah, she goes up there and she's like, fucking, let's go. He yelled this. He was like, fuck, yeah, there was a storm and we were doing stuff. And like, he, he, just made, he made fun of me so he much. He let it go. He let the jib go and it whacked. John in the head, well, and that's a, why he's all messed up. There's now. a bit about like he was like, well, Jean was so much better at everything, and I didn't want to go out in, in the weather, and he kept making fun of me, and I was like, fuck you, mm-hmm. and I just like whipped part of the boat at him. And we think that there was something going on with Jean and Daphne. As I, well. Like I feel like, like a fairy, that a nefarious situation. No. So After Ruby's like, cool. Guess what? We need to stop fucking lying now. Like. We're going to stop lying. Yeah. Giselle needs to know what's up. Like, we can't keep this going. Like, lying is only going to get worse. Yeah, and he's like, fair. Okay, you're right. Because G- they told Gabrielle that... Gabrielle? Giselle. Giselle. That Daphne is really Ruby's mom and doesn't yeah. know anything about the swamp princess. Right. <laughs> Gabrielle. So, it's... After all that, Pierre's like, all right. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Because like he's like, you know, we, you're right. We've, there's enough lies. There's enough loss. Like, let's just all come clean. And Giselle's like pissed at first, but then like at the end of this book, it seems like she kind of comes around. She gets kind of cool, and she's like asking questions. She that doesn't last. I'm she just say. flirts with half brother Paul. Runs in the family. Yep. 
all their moisture runs in the family. Um, Paul says there hasn't been anyone else for me. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then um, we end on... Well, Pierre, Pierre was like... Because she's like, so Paul's actually... And Pierre's like, yeah, your mom wasn't a liar. I know, I know about Paul. And also, y'all should uh, go to boarding school next year. Yeah, the end. The end. The end. That's, <laughs> y'all should go to boarding school next year. The end. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Freight trains full of methamphetamine. Because all that stuff happened, and then it's like... Uh, institution what the we're at an institution now and you think that could be a whole at least half a book yeah the institution things at the institution escaping from the institution no it's like a bit just like a little bit it's interesting though because i feel like in the same amount of pages it could have been like it could have been lasted over weeks it could have just been like and then the next week i finally got an evaluation like you know how things happen um but no it's like just a very busy day <laughs> Oh. And, uh, but I do like Pierre and Ruby's relationship. It's like he's so relieved when she shows up and he's like, oh, my fucking God, like some woman in my life who isn't an asshole. Like, he's just always side-eyeing her. Like, every time, like, Daphne or Giselle says something, he, like, catches his eyes with like, her. They're always like, oh, you. And then he's just like, mm-hmm. <sighs> Which is cute. I don't know. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about that. Like, he's, we actually we have, like, a good dad. Yes. Like flawed. bouts of melancholia. Yeah. Like he's flawed for sure. I feel like this is the kind of dad that um, Sexy Antelope would have been. Troy. Troy. Yeah. Troy. Okay. Yeah. Troy okay. would have been a uh, would have been a Pierre type. Yes. That's what gotten. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Just great, like great, great. enthusiastic, but also like, I'm going to go have a sad. I'm I'm gonna gonna go. Go. I put this pencil into my day planner. Excuse me. <laughs> sad. I'm going to go weep. Can I go weep and sweep? Um, but yeah, uh, first first book into the Landry series. Uh, a big old swamp kiss. <laughs> Is it? Like a bullfrog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Marsh hawks. Always giving people side eyes. Happens Big in the books. Gatamonch. I hope we get back to the swamp. Um, yeah. It is you. Next one is Pearl in the Mist. Which is kind of like, like finding the clitoris. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it be me. Eh? Wait, wait, wait. Close. The end. And goodbye. Uh, I'm freezing. Um, and Tia. <laughs> <laughs> it's actively snowing out. It's. Yep. I, it might be coming from the sc- sky. <laughs> We're, we're far away from the bayou. I wish I had Yeah, that. so far away from the bayou. We don't have any andouille sausage. Andouille. 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 Um, I don't know how to end videos. Yeah, we're like, oh, I feel like I'm worse at it than yep, we're end, when we good. end the this audio. That's good, what we're doing here. Um, what if we just keep making random statements and trailing off and waiting for the other person to hit the button? <laughs> for listening to the Mises Mises podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Video wizardry provided by Colburn. Thanks for taking on our very special projects. 
Music is Just in My Attic by Broke MC used under Creative Commons license. Email us at speciespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at Podcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, take a seat on the gallery, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ignore your spoiled sister, and uh, the tame